Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, in this corner, from the University of Colorado, 30 years in the ring, fighting for truth, justice, and the American way, Dan Kaplan. Colorado way is to slow down when it gets like this. I mean, this right now, this right now, at least in the Denver Metro, is worse than 12 or 13 inches of snow because at least in 12 or 13 inches, you're forced to slow down, right? But but all of us, you know, you get this super slick stuff going on, even low speeds, even low speeds are really hazardous. 855-405-8255, the number. I actually handled the case, Ryan. Great to have Ryan back in the house. You did. Your friend Grant Smith doing you proud yeah, Grant's in your good absence. Dude. But uh, so great to have Ryan back with us. But um, yeah, I actually handled a case, went to trial in a case for the, the just the neatest, most beautiful little six-year-old boy who was killed outside his school in Boulder when a car slid. Conditions like this, that's the point of the story. A, a car slid, and that car must have been going two miles an hour, three miles an hour. So it's obviously not just the high speeds that can cause fatalities and other really serious stuff. Even at low speeds in this kind of slick condition, yeah, it is crazy. So please do be careful. 855-405-8255, the number. If you want to jump in on anything we're kicking around today, please do. You can text me at Dan57739, D-A-N57739. And we're going to be moving quickly through topics and sounds. So just jump in whenever you can. It's all fair game today. Speaking of which, you, my friend, were lucky that you were not here on Sunday because, you know, I mean, with, with everything we pay in taxes and, and we're living in the greatest nation in the history of the world, I'm still trying to understand why on Sunday when the weather was like this, I-25 in the Denver Metro, at least the stretch I was on coming back from, you know, the Les Shapiro Memorial Service, the stretch I was on, I'm telling you, brother, it was sheet ice. It was like when we used to, and I used to play hockey from morning till night as a kid, have never to this day played on a real rink because we'd go out, you know, we'd play, we used to play on the pond at the chemical plant, you know, down the street. And so you'd be playing on yellow and green. It would depend on the day what color the ice was. So kind of like the Beijing it, Olympics with that uh, <laughs> snowboard jumping. Yeah, yeah, right. right. But point of the story is when we would take the hose out and when my mom wasn't looking, we'd freeze the backyard. It looked just like I-25. And, and there were like these 25, 50 car pileups. How does it ever get to that point? But it's the same thing we talked about, remember, a couple of months ago under Polis and Hancock. I was on that same I-25, and I won't repeat the story now, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm calling 911 for something really dangerous, and it took like six or seven minutes. In fact, eventually, I just had to hang up and call back. But that's the point we've reached under this to this Democrat, quote, leadership. You know, you, you can't get the roads ice sanded. You can't get the roads cleared. And... You know, sometimes nobody even answers 911. And please don't blame the dispatchers. Don't blame the people who are doing the hard work. It's not their fault. 
It's not their fault. It's these um, these so-called leaders. 855-405-8255, the number. All right. Got to hear from you on this. Tina Peters, who was on this very program a few weeks ago, Mesa County Clerk and Recorder, and she's running for uh, you know, Secretary of State in the state of Colorado. And we had the conversation back then. And I, I love the conversation because it was just very frank. And if you know me, you know that's the way I am. And she is. And and it was, hey, yeah, no, you're right. I, I don't, you know, think you should be the nominee for these reasons. And, you know, we had a frank conversation. Well, during that conversation, Ryan, Tina had told us that the very next day, I think it was going to be March 1, maybe, that there was going to be a lot of good news for her. And we invited her back on and we have not had that conversation yet, but some bad news for her today. Grand jury indicts Mesa County Clerk Tina Peters and Deputy Clerk in election system breach investigation. This is the Denver Post version of the story that's pretty much everywhere right now. A Mesa County grand jury has returned 10 criminal counts against Mesa County Clerk and Recorder Tina Peters and six counts against Deputy Clerk Melinda Kinsley, I believe it's pronounced. It may be Nisley, pardon me, in its investigation over a potential election equipment security breach. The grand jury was impaneled at the end of January to investigate the election equipment tampering and official misconduct allegations. So, and it goes on for there. Point, question for you is, should Tina Peters drop out of the Secretary of State race now? 855-405-8255, the number. If you're new to this story, you may be thinking, Dan, you got to be able to find something better than that. There's got to be something more interesting than that. Because, of course, everybody's going to say yes. But my bet, Ryan Schuling, mm-hmm. is that we are going to get a number of callers who say, no, she should not drop out because Tina Peters has a, a very loyal following out there. How large it is, I mean, I guess we'll find out if she stays in the race, which I hope she doesn't. My, my hope is that, and I'm not, hey, an indictment is not a conviction. Innocent until proven guilty. But. She understands clearly, and she and I had the conversation on this show, how bad Jenna Griswold is, the current Secretary of State in Colorado. She is just this wild-eyed, hyper-partisan political activist undermining confidence in the Secretary of State's office. And so, since Tina Peters knows that, she has a choice now. She can help elect Jenna Griswold, or she can help elect a Republican. And, and so if she stays in the race, she's helping to elect Jenna Griswold. If she gets out, she's helping to elect the Republican. I mean, it's that simple, right? If there is a flaw in that logic, please point it out to me, 855-405-8255, or text me. Dan 57739. Your verdict, my friend? Well, the other prominent candidate in the race who has been on the show as well is Pam Anderson. Uh, a lot of people on the right side of the aisle, voters in this state, might view her as a bit too establishment, that she was too cozy with mean? Democrats. What does establishment mean? Well, that just part of the kind of old formula for Republicanism, meaning this is not a person. I'm not making a judgment on Pam Anderson. I'm articulating what I feel is the viewpoint of the people that would be critical of her. And that is she would go along to get along. She wouldn't fight the system. She wouldn't change it from and within. Ask them for specifics. That's all I'm saying, Ryan. Well, and, and for listen, one, yeah, that, you know, she doesn't believe that the election was stolen. And again, you and I have similar viewpoints. That makes on you this. establishment. 
Yeah, I think in this case, okay. uh, the typical rhino, like a Mitt Romney or a Paul Ryan, guy, people that Rush Limbaugh used to refer to as the willing Washington generals to the Harlem Globetrotters of, say, Barack Obama, all mm-hmm. too willing and, and, and cordial and losing the way McCain and Romney were. And people well, wonder why Trump happened. But, but, but there's no connection between the two. It is just illogical to say somebody who sits here, as I do, and says, yeah, a lot of fair questions about the amount of fraud outside of Colorado. I still have not seen proof of any any large scale fraud in Colorado I, or, or even a concern about it. I have not seen that evidence. Mm-hmm. But outside yeah. of Colorado, some of these Democrat controlled swing states that normally don't do mail in ballots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a lot of very fair concerns. But for a person to sit here, as I do, and say, I have not seen proof yeah. of election fraud large enough to change the outcome. How would that somehow equal establishment? Just that, again, that Tina Peters would be willing to fight like Mike Lindell is doing, the, the Trump kind of wing of the current Republican Party and how it's uh, kind of comprised. Yeah. Pam Anderson would be, like I said, more in the lines of an older school Republican that might not make any waves, but isn't going to cut through the noise of the clutter and isn't going to fight. Well, but but fight for what? I mean, listen, election you, integrity. Know, you know me. I mean, look at my life. Look at my career. Yeah, right. Yeah. Nobody fights more than no, I do. No, you know, no. in and out of the ring, though, that was actually True. only one fight in the <laughs> ring, but a memorable one. One more than most people. Packed arena. That's right. Packed basketball arena on the CU campus. All right. That poor guy knocked through the ropes. I can still see his face. <laughs> I can still see his face as I knocked him out of the ring and, and I can still hear the booze from the crowd. Oh, you love that. Though. As I grabbed him and pulled him back in. Well, that was sports. The crowd, the crowd wanted to see him fall 20 feet to his death. Oh, no. uh, they did. I mean, we're in Balch Fieldhouse, which used to be the basketball arena. It is packed, packed. And um, and I knocked the guy right through the ring. But it's a temporary ring. So it's like 15 feet high. If that guy falls, he may never get up. Oh, yeah. So I go from these tremendous roars when I knocked him through the ropes to the boo when I pulled him back <laughs> Why'd in. Why'd you do that? Oh, you know, I mean, you don't want to... See no, you did the guy. right thing. Yeah. 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 So anyway, there was a point to that story somewhere. But anyway, 855-405-8255. The number should Tina Peters drop out of the Secretary of State race. And the point was fight for what? Yeah, you want to be fighters, but you want to be fighting for what makes sense to fight for. If you want to fight to get to the full truth, get to the bottom of it, the nation needs that. I agree. Fight for that. If you want to take the position that it has been proven that election was stolen, then you got to back it up or pack it up. So that's what I'm talking about. 855-405-8255. And what should the U.S. do next in the Ukraine with the big developments today? I'll brief you on after the break. You're on the Dan Kaplan Show. scenario was the risk piece that I was talking about. And that is if he does feel that his hold on power is less now, he is, as the intelligence official says, likely to dig in and double down. That means he will take increasing risks. Um, We know the history of these personalist regimes. When they lose power, they can expect to be jailed, uh, exiled or killed. I think that's what Putin expects. And so he will use all tools at his disposal to prevent that fate. And so it does put us in a risky situation where we have to do everything possible to support Ukrainians, their ability to defend themselves. We have to put pressure on Vladimir Putin, but we need to do it in a calibrated and careful way so that we do avoid 
the risks of escalation and seeing this spread, that seeing this conflict spread beyond Ukraine's borders. Yeah, it's a big time Russia expert, Andrea Kendall Taylor, today testifying on the Hill. So what should the U.S. do next in Ukraine? Because it's now going just the way I said it would go, which we all saw coming anyway, right? Which is Putin, he's evil. Just imagine what the devil himself would do. That's what Putin's going to do next. So, of course, he's going all Aleppo. Today, he bombs a maternity hospital, setting the stage now as well to use chemical weapons by falsely claiming the Ukrainians are using chemical weapons, excuse me, which is exactly the routine we saw from him in Syria. So devil does as the devil is. And and that's where this is going to go. So what should the U.S. do next? Is there anything within the Ukraine, anything Russia could do within the Ukraine that in your mind would justify U.S. military involvement? And separate from that question, you know, what should the U.S. do now? 855-405-8255, the number. We'll get some text in as well. We have a lot of questions on the table for you. The other should Tina Peters drop out of the Secretary of State race now that she's been indicted. Indictment does not equal conviction, but it means you're not going to be elected in Colorado, at least not while the case is pending. So I think the answer is clear that she should, because she knows if she stays in the race, much greater chance that Jenna Griswold, the horrible Secretary of State, right now would be reelected. 855-405-8255. Let's go to the phone lines. We'll start with Jack in Evergreen, Colorado. You're on the Dan Kaplan Show. Welcome, Jack. Hey, Danny, I want to have a serious conversation hmm. with you for be a, first. a couple of minutes yeah. with respect to what's going on. No, no, it wouldn't, actually. But you, 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 and I enjoy the back and forth, and you, call, you accuse me of being a drunk and everything else, which is kind of comical. But let's not do any of that right now. Let me give you what's going on. And I'm watching everybody from Kudlow and everybody in the world can't understand why Biden can't go ahead and, and open up the spigot and, and reverse his policy on the, on, on the, uh, on the oil companies. Mm-hmm. And the reason why, it's not about climate change. That's a red herring. The climate change thing is phony. It's been manipulated and built up for years and years and years. What it's about, it's about Obama's agenda that no one nation should be a better than and above the rest. And what better way to do that? And I know how smart you are, Danny. What better way to do that than to take a capitalist country like this that runs on hydrocarbons and out and shut off the hydrocarbons? That brings us down on our knees. Mm-hmm. It gives a chance to elevate all the other countries, which is his agenda. That's what Biden's doing. And if you look at the uh, nuclear weapons they want to give to Iran and everything that Obama has done, it's world communism, Danny. That's what we're dealing with. It's got nothing to do with climate change. That's just a red herring. That's all it is. And I believe me, Danny, I've known you for 30 years. I know how smart you are. Think about what I'm saying. Well, Jack, no, and I can tell you're, you're very intense on this. And I get it because and I'm so impressed that you remember what Barack Obama said to the United Nations in September of 2009. No world order that elevates one nation or group of people over another will succeed. So that is the Obama doctrine. What, every reason Biden, to believe, every reason to believe Biden subscribes to it. Doing. So your point is that, you know, the Green New Deal is a means that, to an end. Yeah, I, I, I get your point. And whether exactly they intend right. it that way or that's not, exactly that right. would be the end. But when you look at the pattern of behavior yeah. from both Obama and Biden, it has been true to that goal to to reduce American yeah. influence, reduce American prosperity, reduce American yeah. military. Sure. I mean, that they 
that has been their stated mission, and that is what they've been doing. That's but what but whatever the motive is, it's exactly. wrong, right? I mean, there's some things that no matter what their yes. motive is, you just know that what they're yes. doing is wrong and it has to be reversed. Yes, and he may have to back up on that because the pressure is mounting so high. But let me make another statement to you, and I know you'll appreciate this one. And everybody talks about what an idiot Joe Biden is. What Joe Biden's doing is intentional. It's not because he's an idiot. I'll tell you who the biggest idiot head of state in the, in the world is right now, and it's Putin. And the entire world is seeing a replay of the expansionism of Hitler, and they're all bowing up against it. Hit, uh, Biden, uh, Putin, excuse me. Putin is the biggest fool mm. in the country, in the world right now. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think they, he fails, and, and Biden fails. Jack, appreciate the call. You know, with, with Putin, let's start with what we know for certain, undeniable, indisputable. He's evil. He's raw evil. He is like the devil himself. Start with that. You know, then the debate as to whether he is smart or dumb doesn't really matter because he's evil and he's doing evil. My only point is this. Don't assume at this point that he is going to fail in that evil. Now, I personally believe he is. You know, that I'll lay out after the break the scenario I think is going to unfold and it's the more positive one. But there is a real chance if it's not, you know, 49 percent, it's close to that. In my mind, there's a real chance at this point that as evil has done far too often in the world, that evil will succeed here, at least for a while. Because the reality is, and you know this to be true, you know, the allies are great and sacrifice nobly, not just the United States of America. But if it was not for the United States of America, these United States of America, the entire world would have been cast into darkness under the rule of evil back in the 40s. There's no doubt about that. And the same thing remains true today. The only thing separating evil in its rawest form, its most wicked form, Putin, Xi, Ayatollahs, the only thing separating evil, stopping evil from ruling the world is the United States. The allies cannot do it. And that's no knock on them. It's just reality. So the question is, you know, is the United States going to continue, continue to stop evil from ruling the world? So if Putin decides, and he's certainly true to form right now, going all Aleppo in Ukraine as we speak, if he decides that whatever it takes, he is taking Ukraine up to and including tactical nukes, up to and including chemical warfare? You tell me, is he going to succeed? 855-405-8255, the number. So we'll get to that cheery but uh, really important question and much more. 855-405-8255, you can text me, Dan57739, and another instant classic from Congresswoman Lauren Boebert after the break. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to move on. Time to get gone. 
As evil Putin goes full Aleppo, um, is there any point at which the U.S. should get involved militarily? And you may want to uh, debate the definition, and that's fair, but I consider that to include a no-fly zone because obviously you can't enforce one without going to war. 855-405-8255, the number. And there are so many other ways to stop Putin that do not require U.S. troops on the ground in Ukraine. And I won't repeat the mantra here. You know it. You're probably sick of hearing it. You know, but we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the weakness of Joe Biden. And and there, are, that's on many, many levels, including failing to arm Ukraine before this. But there's a lot the U.S. can do now short of boots on the ground that if Europe steps up, Putin can be stopped. But it seems to me, Ryan, one thing that should be completely unacceptable in a civilized world is for Putin now to be allowed to simply level Ukraine. I mean, today he bombs a maternity hospital. You know, it cannot be acceptable. If it is acceptable to civilized society for Putin to level Ukraine, targeting civilians, then we no longer have a civilized society. What can we do, though? I mean, short of really instigating what would be World War Three, a NATO uh, full frontal attack against Russia on behalf of Ukraine to, to defend them. And I'm not saying whether I think that's right or wrong. I think there are consequences to either decision. And I don't think this is an easy choice to make. Yeah. Well, your question. Yeah. What can we do? It, 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 there is a path to victory that does not involve U.S. troops in military combat in Ukraine. And in my view, they should not be. And that is. You know, Biden should do now what he should have done long ago, and he should provide every bit, every bit of armament necessary to Ukraine and Europe to defeat Putin. But the boots on the ground in Ukraine should be European boots. Europe exists because hundreds of thousands of Americans gave their lives for Europe to exist. Europe's got to step up on this one. It's right in the heart of Europe. It's on their literal doorstep. And the U.S. should provide the other types of support. But Putin simply cannot be allowed to level Ukraine. It's hideous. It's wicked. It is clear that Biden and the other Western so-called leaders had made a premeditated, deliberate decision to feed Ukraine to the beast. Is there any doubt about that? They had decided before the invasion that they were going to let Putin destroy Ukraine. And they thought it would happen a lot right. quicker than right. it has. The problem is it's kind of what you're saying, Dan, and I, I hate to go back to old domino theory because that's what led us to Vietnam and even Korea before that, and I'm not a big subscriber to that. However, if Putin is allowed to flatten Ukraine, like you said, he annexes it as part of the old Soviet Union, the new Russian Federation, whatever he wants to call it, what makes him stop there? What, well, what prevents him from going into Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, and then going from there? Right, because listen, does he really think that Joe Biden is going to get into a shooting war, World War Three, as he defines it, 
you know, for any of those countries you just mentioned? No, Putin doesn't believe that. Now, is there a scenario where he would stop for now with Ukraine? Yeah, but to me, that doesn't change anything I just said. And here's that scenario where, where Putin, I believe the true motivation for the murder of Ukraine is not that there are going to be missiles there. The motivation is that there's something far more dangerous to Putin, that there is a thriving, successful Western style democracy with a bunch of Russian speaking people on the border with Russia, because that's what's going to put Putin, you know, in a in a drain pipe somewhere like Gaddafi. Right. Because the people of Russia at a certain point, it's right on their border. Yeah, they, they're not going to want to live as hostages to Putin you know, in this dictatorship much longer. So I think that's the real reason he's taking Ukraine. He does not want that on his border. And with Ukraine, I mean, every indication is, let's say even if Putin conquers it, it's not going to be a willing populace that's just going to subscribe to becoming Russian citizens again. He'll have insurgencies left and right. There'll be revolutions being planned uh, by the day. And as far as the fate of Volodymyr Zelensky, it was a weird kind of, I don't even know if you call it an olive branch extended by Vladimir Putin's sake. He wanted Zelensky to head up the new reform government for Ukraine under Russian auspices. Well, and listen, as, as we take calls and text on what should the U.S. do next, because obviously Putin's going to Aleppo there, the reason that I believe there is going to be an outcome short of, you know, the leveling of Ukraine is, is because I think that you look at China's role in all of this, I think China is going to pressure Putin to do a deal. And I think Zelensky has signaled that he will agree not to join NATO. You know, those statements from him over the last two days about how NATO has let them down and he has, quote, cooled on NATO because of NATO's failure to do everything it should here. So, yeah, my bet and my hope is for a deal. And I think China is going to push it because China knows, you know, before long, it's going to suffer some of these consequences, too, because it's very clear that China's in a position to stop China's assisting Russia. And uh, so that that is why I'm optimistic. But believe me, I see the other scenario. I know how real it is, and it may very well happen. So you tell us, what should the U.S. do? Any scenario where the U.S. should get involved militarily. So many texts on this. Dan, Putin isn't a fool, and Putin is an evil. Putin is an evil fool with nuclear weapons. I think it would be a big mistake to underestimate the raw evil of Putin. And by calling him a fool, there's a tendency, I think, to discount the threat that he poses. So that's why I don't use that word. I mean, he is he is the devil himself. But as you know, sometimes evil can be very determined and and very, quote, diabolical, very effective in its evil. And I think that's what we have in Putin. But what he didn't bet on, obviously. Right. So go back to the phone lines. What he didn't bet on. He bet correctly on Biden. He bet correctly on the Western, quote, leaders that they would roll over and fold. He bet correctly, you know, with some token, this and that. But he didn't bet on the people rising up. That's what he missed. That's what he didn't get, that the people are still good and the people still have a spine and the people will not stand by and watch this nation be murdered. That's what Putin didn't bet on. What he may be betting on next is that if he inflicts enough horror the people of the world will fold because they won't want to see that horror continue. 
Greg in Loveland, you're on the Dan Kaplan Show. Welcome. Yeah, Dan, I think what this illustrates most is what a eunuch the United Nations is. Hmm. The theory that if we all belong to the same club, that we can find a happy median between good and evil. And that doesn't exist. Hmm. So. Great point, my friend. Great point, Greg, in Loveland. 855-405-8255, the number. Uh, yeah, there is black and white. There is good and there is evil. There are some very important areas in life where there is no gray. And this is one of them. Uh, Texter, Dan, yes, I do believe we need to put in place a no-fly zone. Putin isn't going to use nukes as it would do the same to them. We are not leading as we should. Uh, And then it goes on to comment on Biden. I respectfully disagree on the no-fly zone because just call no-fly zone war. At that point, we are involved in, in full military engagement in Ukraine And I don't believe we should be because I don't believe it's necessary to win. It should not be necessary to win. Dan, if believing the election was stolen has become a litmus test for Colorado Republicans, as it appears, Ryan believes we are doomed to failure in Uh, the most winnable election in a generation. Come on, that's not what I said. I I was articulating the viewpoint of those who do feel it's a a make or break, pass or fail grade. There are a, a significant subsect of Republicans, Dan, you know this, who are fervent Trump supporters that believe there were shenanigans in the election. Not saying I'm one of them, saying it's a strong element within the party. And as you know, we have to hit this heartbreak, but Ryan, I submit to you, and, and people who disagree, including you, have at it. I submit to you that that is not a litmus test in Colorado right now, that it is not a litmus test, that that Republicans across all of these imaginary lines, that that Republicans are determined to defeat the left. 855-405-8255. When we come back, have you noticed as well that all of a sudden you're getting less food on the plate, you're getting less product, that, that all of a sudden they're cutting back on what they give you, even though you're paying more? You're on the Dan Kaplan Show. out there tonight, 855-405-8255, the number. We'll get back to our callers in a second. Texters as well, and Fuego this afternoon, hopefully not while driving. Dan, 57739, if you'd like to text the show. Uh, big question for you, and it's tip of the spear. This is just being confirmed as we speak. Uh, yes, officially right now, the U.S. has killed the uh, Poland jets to Ukraine deal. And then Poland, as you know, had wanted to give its entire fleet, I think it's 29 Russian-made MiGs, uh, which Ukrainian pilots know how to fly, had wanted to give their entire fleet to Ukraine. They had wanted to launch those jets from a U.S. airbase in Germany. And, and the U.S. said no to that, killing the deal. So I want to get your take on that. Think the U.S. did the right thing or did Biden wimp out once again? 855-405-8255, the number. So we'll get to that. Before we go to the lines, though, I wanted to throw something else on the fire here. And I, uh, I was very happy when I saw this story pop up because I wondered, Ryan, if it was just my imagination. But, but there have been a few times lately when I go into a place to eat that I've been to a bunch. And then all of a sudden, the meal on the plate's a whole lot smaller. Mm-hmm. Or I buy a product, and I honestly couldn't tell you now which one because I just haven't been that focused on it. But I buy a product, and it's like, there don't seem to be as many peanuts. You know, that sort of thing. And then listen to this. 
Well, you know, when you open a bag of chips and realize the bag is only about half full, sorry to tell you, you might start seeing a lot more of that, not just with chips. More and more products are shrinking in size or quantity. We're talking everything from slimmed down toilet paper and fewer cookies in a bag to less conditioner. Retail industry experts say record levels of inflation are costing companies more to produce all sorts of items so they can either raise prices or give you less. Now, it seems to me, seems to me that consumers should be entitled to some kind of warning. I mean, if you've been buying the same product for a long time, (laughs) it seems to me they should have to tell you, hey, you know how they always have now more or new and improved. There should be a hey, less. Right. I mean, there should be some kind of warning that the thing you've been buying for 15 years now has, you know, four fewer sticks of licorice. Something like that. Yeah, and I think we've seen this over the years, too. I swear to it's not just because I was a little kid and it looked bigger, but like candy bars. They're smaller. They're smaller now, the regular-sized ones. And now you're talking about, you're right, bags of chips with the logistics now and the the cost of production and distribution. It makes sense, but it's kind of a sleight of hand. Should a restaurant have to tell you when you order, place you've been going to a long time, should they have to say, hey, Ryan, you know, just want to give you a heads up that, you know, now that's only going to have five of those little red chopped up potatoes and not 10. I was at a diner back home in Michigan during uh, my last vacation here, and there was a sign, and I felt so bad for him. It was a locally owned business that says, hey, please understand, we've raised our prices because of the uh, ongoing inflation concerns, and we hope you understand and continue to support us. The price thing, everybody can see a menu, and everybody can see what you're paying for those peanuts. True, true. But- when, when they don't raise the price and they're putting less in there, uh, that's where I think consumers mm-hmm. deserve a heads up. Speaking of heads up, Colorado GOP, Christy Burton-Brown, who was co-hosting the show yesterday, issuing a statement today on Tina Peters being indicted by a grand jury. Quote, it is our belief as leaders of the Colorado Republican Party that only Republican candidates. Uh, oh, pardon me. I misread that. That any Republican candidate who is indicted with felonies by a grand jury and who will be charged by a Republican district attorney should suspend their campaign. So that is a policy that makes sense to me, but I would love your take. I mean, is it wrong for a political party to say any Republican candidate indicted with felonies by a grand jury who is then going to be charged by a Republican DA should suspend their campaign? Interesting that they put in this statement, Republican DA, and and I'm glad they did, mm-hmm. because the truth is, and it doesn't mean all Democrat DAs are political hacks, not at all. Uh, some are tremendous. It, it just seems like there's this trend now. It used to be viewed as a sacred responsibility above politics to dispense justice equally. But now we see these, you know, polit- hyper-political DAs, yeah. not all of them, but but one is too many. And so I think that's a fair qualifier. That might be, and I get where KBB is coming from, Dan, but let me just flip this on its head a little Mm. bit. Now, there are two other candidates in this race on the GOP side. Pam Anderson's been on the program. Michael Donnell has not. My view is this. If Pam Anderson can't beat Tina Peters head-to-head with all these indictments hanging over her head in a primary, how in the hell is she going to beat Jenna Griswold head-to-head? Right, but the, the point, my friend, is, and it's why I opened the show this way, if Tina Peters, who was kind enough to join us a few weeks ago, and we had a very frank discussion, I told her why I didn't think she should be the nominee. It was very respectful, and it came down to, hey, Jenna Griswold is so bad, she must be defeated. So if Tina Peters truly wants to defeat Jenna Griswold, she will not you know, be in the primary. She'll get out of the race. Why? Because of the division, Ryan. 
I mean, if you're going to beat any Democrat statewide, you have to be hitting on all cylinders, which is certainly possible. But when you now run a primary where, where you're going to end with this division and it's going to be a circular firing squad ending in bitterness with Pam Anderson being the nominee, but Tina Peters supporters being unwilling to come out and support her on Election Day. That's why I think Tina Peters would be handing the race to Jenna Griswold if she stays in. Because you're not going to win. There's an exit ramp for her to show that kind of uh, magnanimous endorsement, maybe, to do that and maybe move on politically herself. I don't know, Dan. I, I, again, I think Pam Anderson should be able to win this race regardless. Well, and, and you mean the statewide race? The primary. Oh, the primary, yeah, but the statewide race is what I'm talking about. And, and I really hope and expect Tina Peters will do the right thing. She has made the ultimate sacrifice for this nation. She is a gold star mom. And I hope nobody forgets that. Doesn't mean I agree with her on this other stuff, but but I expect she will do the right thing here. You're on the Dan Kaplan Show. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.